Crystal Parker, and this is episode six of Real Shift Happens. Thanks so much for joining me this week. Once again, hopefully you've checked out the other weeks as well. Well, let's just jump right in here. Our SMB discussion topic this week is going to be about the shadow. Yes, most of us don't like to admit that we have this dark side to ourselves. So do you even know your shadow self? Do you admit that you have a shadow self? Well, we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. But first, let's get into our five-minute focus shift right now. Returning to the source is serenity. As we begin the meditation, I'd like you to get comfortable in your chair and relax. Close your eyes. Start with taking three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. As you settle into a natural rhythm of breath, knowing throughout the practice, you'll hear sounds inside the room and sounds outside the room. These are not distractions, not disruptions, simply what's happening around us as we sit and breathe. Begin to notice the mind as it wanders, jumping from thought to thought. Gently guide the attention and focus on the chest. As you breathe in, feel the rise. And as you breathe out, 
feel the chest fall. Simply continuing this practice, observing the sensation of the breath. Notice the mind as it wanders. Release that thought, returning attention and focus to the breath. Learning to be comfortable in stillness. Again, taking three deep breaths. Slowly opening the eyes, slowly begin to move. And welcome back. Wasn't that great? I hope you found some peace in that short five minutes and hopefully that peace will extend throughout your day or evening or even sleep, help you sleep better. So I wanted to share a list of meditation apps that can also help you establish that daily meditation routine, which is kind of just what you need to do to get into the habit of meditating. The one that I use for the first few years when I first started out was the Calm app. And I really liked it because it has different sounds and nature scenes and it has guided meditations. And I love that it had like this little gong at the end of like your timer. So I, uh, um, the timer alone too. I like that, that part of it. And it also kept track, keeps track of your meditations. 
So you, I would, I would have like a running list of like all my meditations. Now, if you miss a day, it does start over. So, but it is a good way of kind of just keeping yourself in check. Now, I also have a few other ones I haven't really tried. So you want to try them for yourself. You know, I'm not really an app tester. I just, you know, want to make that recommendation that an app can help you get into that habit. So some other apps that are out there for meditation are the mindfulness app, Headspace is one, Budify is one, 10% Happier, and that's uh, spelt out or with the numbers 10%. Simple Habit is one, Stop, Breathe, and Think. And let's see, Insight Timer. And then there's the Meditation and Relaxation Pro. And, you know, of course, there's a gazillion apps out there. So you can also look up meditation apps on your phone and I'm sure you will find something. And um, it, it really is a great way to start out and to help yourself create that habit. And I just want to impress the fact that you you want to find the type of meditation that is right for you. And, um, you know, really think of it as a way of getting in touch with your inner self. And this kind of brings us to the topic of the week, the shadow. Do you know your shadow self? Hmm. So many people, so many people on this earth are walking around living and breathing and functioning really within their shadow self and they're you know we're totally unaware totally unaware I know I was for years and that's not to say that you know I don't have a shadow we all do um but I know there are parts that I've definitely become aware of over the years you know just living and realizing you know myself especially through meditation that you know the thing about meditation that I have to say is um you do feel peace and calm but maybe that's something that's not as spoken about as much as that it it can actually bring up other things within you that maybe you have suppressed or you know, push down that you don't want to deal with. Um, meditation sometimes has a way of bringing those things up, but it's just to make you aware. It's not to, um, you know, freak you out or make you go crazy or anything like, that, or try to bring up negativity in yourself. It's it's when those things come up, it's for you to be aware of so the shadow self is simply parts of our personality that we choose to suppress or reject and the psychiatrist Carl Jung yes we're he he has a lot of good stuff so check him out he first coined the term shadow self and he wrote 
everyone carries a shadow and the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. Meaning the less aware you are of your own shadow, the more prominent your shadow will be. And no one is in a good mood and happy all the time. And if you do know someone like that, it's likely they're suppressing some serious emotions or they just don't let you see the other side to them. They keep that, you know, kind of hidden, which a lot of us do. We like to, you know, go out into the world with our best foot forward. We like to get into relationships and only show, you know, the good sides of ourselves. We don't like to show the bad parts of ourselves or the parts that we think are bad for whatever reason and once those parts are exposed we are ashamed of ourselves and when we see others shadow side come out we love to judge and condemn and shame that person i think reality tv is a great example of the collective shadow and our love for the weird perversion in others and how we love to see the pain or see other people in pain and see their awareness and craziness while at the same time we hide our our own weird shit that's within us and we all have parts of ourselves we simply just don't like you know there's there's some aspect of you that you don't like and you may suppress that part of yourself and some of us you know to suppress this part so deeply that we don't even realize it's there and then something triggers this and this beast comes out of you and we're like oh my god oh my god was that just me i i don't know what came over me well boo it's your shadow it's your shadow and trust me i'm not exempt from this whatsoever my shadow is very dark (laughs) I mean honestly like I I know it's dark it's there and it's dark and um yeah I mean it comes out it comes out and a lot of times you know this 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 comes from unhealed wounds from our childhood and these unhealed wombs become like mirrors in our adult lives and we experience trauma in our childhood then we or whatever it is and we assign this negative trait to that situation it could be trauma it could be something we deemed as traumatic and um we may ha- we've created this other side to ourselves to kind of deal and cope with this trauma or 
whatever this is that that's happened to us in our childhood. And once we start to create kind of this other side to ourselves, that part becomes welded unconsciously into our adult ego. And rather than confront these traits that we deem as negative, usually our minds and our ego pretends it doesn't exist. And so that's why the that shadow a lot of times is just deep within us and we we don't like to look at it. But some examples of that shadow aspect can be anything from, you know, certain behaviors, emotional patterns, unacceptable sexual desires, taboo mental images, shameful experiences that you may have had, um, immoral urges that society kind of deems is wrong, irrational wishes, and even aggressive impulses. And, you know, of course, the list goes on and on. There's so many aspects to us and we're, you know, and if you're doing the work, you're constantly finding layers and layers upon layers really of aspects of yourself. But, you know, seeing that shadow in ourselves is so, so extremely difficult, right? Like I said, most of us are walking around in a perpetual shadow state, just totally, totally unaware. So, you know, it's, and it's really comes out in those trigger times. And so what we want to do is pay attention to those triggers and pay attention to when you see the shadow in someone else and you calling out their flaws because a lot of times first we reject and then we project so we may you know reject someone's this or that about them but in actuality and most of the time we're projecting that trait of in within us onto that other person we're seeing that trait that's within us that we don't like in another person. So, you know, it doesn't mean that we're bad people. It, it means we're human and we need to face our demons as opposed to running away and suppressing those unwanted feelings and memories or whatever it may be. We have to face it. Part of it is we live in a dualistic world. You know, we, we, we live in a world of opposite polarities. There's black and white, up and down, left and right, man and woman. And we're, we're constantly kind of being bombard, bombarded with this duality or this, you know. Um, and sometimes it feels like you have to be kind of one or the other. But in actuality, we're pretty much all of both. We are, we're all of everything. So we embody both masculine 
and feminine energy. We have both good and bad parts to us. We, we are multi-dimensional beings. We have multi, multi, multi layers. So to suppress negative traits within yourself is to deny a part of yourself. And if you're denying any part of yourself, you're not living the authentic truth of yourself and who you are. The full expression of of a human being. Because a human being has many, 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 many dimensions. We're not just this robot with, you know, even in this so-called new age community, you can't just be positive all the time. It's virtually impossible unless maybe you are like the Dalai Lama or someone and maybe even him. I don't know if he's always positive, but, or always happy and always in a good mood. But, um, the average person, us, most of us, we, we, we go up and down, you know, and some people, maybe they feel like they don't go up and down, but maybe too, they're not feeling at all. They're not feeling anything. So I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe not. Maybe your feelings are just not as deep as mine because I go up and down. But anyway, um, I mean, I don't go up, up and down. But yeah, I have days that I'm, you know, not in a good mood. And and I'm sure that that is shadow there. But the goal is to integrate the shadow, right? And, and, and ascend the duality. And the only way to do this is to bring light to the shadow, to acknowledge that you have these aspects of yourself. You have a dark side. We all do. We have layers upon layers of ego. And as you begin to do the shadow work and recognize the dark aspects of yourself, you can bring them forth, you know, bring it up and heal and integrate all the aspects of yourself into one being, one balanced being or try or we can try, right? So how, how do we bring this light to the shadow if we don't even know that the shadow exists or you know we we can't find these aspects of ourselves because our ego is hiding it right well we the first thing I think we have to do is be brutally honest with ourselves and if you aren't willing to say yes my shit stinks too then you probably aren't ready for this. You're probably not ready to do the shadow, but shadow work. But if you're willing to look at yourself honestly, and then you're, you know, you're able to find the shadow and do the work. You, you basically have to be willing to face your demons. And when you keep your shadow hidden, it will pretty much take over you 
So, you know, you definitely want to take a look as you could be living. Your shadow could be pretty much living your life for you. So there's a few signs that will tell you if you're kind of viewing life from this shadow aspect of yourself. And what the first sign is you have harsh criticism and judgment of others. And you're always pointing out your own insecurities as flaws in others. So you see all the flaws in everyone else, but you can't see the flaws within yourself. And nine times out of 10, that whatever the flaw you're seeing in someone else is actually the flaw that's within you and your insecurity about it. And that's that mirror, the mirror, right? That we project onto our environment. Um, The second one is you play the victim all the time and you never take responsibility for your own shit because you feel like everything just happens to you. Newsflash, well, mm, could be your shadow. And that's why it seems like everything is just happening to you, but it's actually you doing it to yourself. Ooh, I know it hurts. I know it hurts. When you realize this stuff, it hurts for a second. It's a sting, but, but it feels good afterwards. I'm telling you. The third thing is you have a lot of biases and prejudices that you don't like to admit, especially now in this politically correct sort of climate that we live in. You know, people who are like kind of homophobic or racist like to hide that that feeling that they have. And but deep down, they know that they still kind of feel it. Um, that's the shadow. That's definitely the shadow. So if you know that that's one thing about I heard people saying about um, Trump becoming the president and maybe even Obama is that um, it brings out the racists, right? It brings these people out in the open. So it's kind of like bringing that shadow out. And if you have those feelings within you, it's not like you have to go on Twitter and let everyone know. Maybe you want to write it down though. You know, maybe you want to admit it to yourself first and foremost. The The fourth thing is um, constant negativity. You know, there's some people who just really rarely, rarely have anything nice to say and really see everything from a negative viewpoint. Even if it's kind of like a cynical or just sarcasm all the time, you just, you know, you never hear anything good coming from them. They're probably living in the shadow or if that's you, sorry to say, shadow. The fifth one is avoidance. Sometimes it, you know, avoiding things means you don't want to confront that shadow. Maybe you're avoiding like a song that reminds you of a bad memory or a place that, you know, you had a bad experience at. If you're avoiding something, a lot of times there's a shadow involved. And 
instead of avoiding whatever that something is, you may want to just face it head on, face it head on and, you know, try to integrate it. There's so many, many more because of course we're humans and we're multi-layered. So we, we may never get to the middle of the Tootsie Pop in some of our lives. Some people don't even try, but, um, you know, if you try, if you want to do the work, it will help you better understand yourself. And ultimately it helps us live better lives and better, have better relationships with ourselves and with others. So there's a, 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 I have a few ways that Um, you can integrate that shadow or help, you know, kind of bring it out and integrate it. Of course, meditation is, is one that helps. Meditation helps because it allows you to center yourself and become calm and clear and collected. And when you're calm and kind of clear minded, you become more self-aware So you start to actually see these aspects of yourself, you know, and um, during meditation, you might see it or um, after meditation, sometimes, you know, it, it just comes up. And the more you meditate, you will begin to see, um, you know, different parts of yourself that you may not have been aware of. The second is self-love and compassion. Remember that, you know, sometimes the shadow aspects of ourself is, is, is that wounded inner child and that, that child just needs love and you yourself need love. You need the love and compassion from yourself. So try not to be too hard on yourself. Be kind to that inner child you know, nurture that inner child and love yourself. And the third is keep a journal and record new discoveries about yourself. Write down things that may trigger you, negative feelings, emotions, then going deeper into why, why you've been triggered especially if on the surface, the emotion doesn't really fit the situation. You want, you want to ask yourself, you know, is there something deeper to why I'm feeling this way? Our ego doesn't want us to know this part of ourselves. So it's really easy to forget. So write it down and just, you know, start bringing light to these parts of yourself and This way you're able to integrate it into your whole being. And, you know, it's always a good idea to do your own research. So if you're ready to do shadow work, you can definitely use some of the examples here, but also do a little more research on the topic. There's always a lot of helpful information out there on the internet, we all know. And you should find what is right for you. There's lots of books, videos, articles, everything. So, you know, hopefully we can all do this work and 
when we do it, we create a shift in our own consciousness. And this in turn creates a shift in the collective consciousness. And that is the goal, right? Well, that's also my time. So don't forget, you guys, you can support our podcast at anchor.fm slash real shift happens. And please subscribe on any of your favorite platforms, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, there's like 10, 10 other ones out there or nine or 10. You can also drop us a message through the Anchor Def FM app by, you know, downloading the app and then searching up Real Shift Happens Wellness Podcast. Tap on the voice message button and leave us a message. We want to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts on any of the topics that we've discussed. You can suggest topics if you like, or you can just say hi, whatever you want. <laughs> well, until next week, real shifters, go within and make real shift happen. Peace. Peace.